0: hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink.
1: Oh my, oh my, oh my. Happy
0: birthday to us. It's our birthday
1: time. It's our birthday time. I wrote this song for you. Wow. Oh my goodness. that's just great i didn't even remember that this was going to be our birthday episode i did you Yay! you silly goose <laughs> silly christine silly goose. happy birthday oh my goodness happy birthday to you you're fucking old now. i know right How are you you're not actually I'm 49 49 nine? wow <laughs> that's almost 500 are you 28 now i am that sounds so old Oh
0: shush everyone who's listening is like please stop it sounds like you sound like a little bread <laughs> yeah no
1: <laughs> are you the crip keeper now christine yes wow I'm very dusty welcome to your promotion thank you dusty. <laughs> um, I, I feel very old being 27 i'm like one of those people who takes every year very personally and i know you take every yeah i do. just feel my whole all of my joints have withered away I think the,
0: it's not even really the number anymore it's like
1: my knees hurt and i'm like oh <laughs> for me it's both it's the i mean everything's got to be terrible for me because i'm dramatic right. but the number for me i like think of all things like when i was five what did i think a 27 year old was yeah. up to and this was not it <laughs> when i was little my mom had me at age 27 and i'm like god right. damn my my mom was like married for like four years already yeah and i was like oh boy well, oh boy she's i'm in for a rude awakening apparently when i grow up apparently wow well, um well, although we don't really need to relive uh our mother's
0: marriages. No, I, guess. I mean, she was married <laughs> the first time right. of
1: many. <laughs> love you.
0: uh Okay, so. Renato is on her second by now, I think. Okay, we don't need to talk about that. I'm sorry, mom. I love you
1: our therapists are listening and they're like yep i already knew that my therapist is absolutely not listening she's like please don't make me hear her again uh anyway it's our birthday week and we also haven't actually celebrated our birthday yet right now i'm still 26 i can still say it that's right i am uh still not the crypt keeper but i'm on my way no you've been promoted though you're in training pieces of my body are just falling
0: off (laughs) (laughs) um i'm the apprentice but uh yeah Well, well i'm
1: yeah anyway Oh, I'm excited. We we don't know what we're doing. F- I, well, I think Christine knows what we're doing for our birthday. I do. Christine texted me a while ago <laughs> and said, are you free on this day? And so now I know that something's happening, but I don't know Ooh, what. It's happening. I haven't figured out any event for us yet, though, on I'm my end. I've only. low. Oh, my. You are. I'm pretty clueless. Usually, I think I've got you figured out by now. No. Um. Yeah, I only have presents for you this time, so the experience is all yours i'm very excited it'll be fun and 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 tomorrow mm. i'm leaving
0: town to go to cincinnati to go see fallout
1: boy with renee all right i knew you were going to cincinnati i didn't know why we're gonna see fallout boy so your birthday is just skyrocketing my birthday already. week is, is rock rocking wow i mean i'm going out with a bang before i end up in a tomb or whatever you know what i just it did just hit me that it's my birthday week i should go like eat a steak or something tonight. night that's what i'm saying dude Wow. i went to the dodgers game Fuck yesterday me being responsible and, and i was saving like money oh my god 17 dollar beers hell yeah it's birthday week <laughs> i'm offended allison if you're listening my birthday week has been like the last two days and we haven't done anything yet I've, oh, i oh i've no. yelled it at blaze many times i'm about to i'm gonna text allison right now okay good. i'll text her live so everyone can hear her response super unless it's bad and then we're gonna, like gonna say edit then it out she's... and i'll say something else
0: oh M, I i love
1: you so much <laughs> all right we'll have microsoft sam throw it in <laughs> we'll have eva pretend to be allison i'm gonna say i'm so mad at you oh god don't do this M. <laughs> i'm just kidding oh I'm my god say. uh what do i say um i don't know this is your weird plan let's let's let the let's let them call in let's you know those old tv shows where oh. like you would pause for five seconds and you could like text in your like american idol oh yeah dial you could like text in your number if you want this option, press 1 and text this Dial number.
0: 4-9-9 right now.
1: Why haven't we celebrated my birthday yet? That's
0: what She's I'm She's like, I'm... Anyway. Well, by the time I get back, it'll be... So I get back Sunday, which is the day this comes out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I will have already seen Fall out Boy. And then the next day is your birthday.
1: Yeah. The day it's going to be back. even better than Fall out Boy, I promise. And then
0: the next... <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and then the day... I'm I'm building up, you know. Oh, right, And yeah, then yeah. the day after... Is even better than your birthday, which is my birthday. Right, right, right. And then the day after
1: is both of our birthday celebrations.
0: Yes, that's the one. Oh, God, our poor friends and family hate us so much.
1: Well Look, we've been like, because we've, we've been calm cal- as hell. We've been so calm. You guys have been very lucky with the live <laughs> shows coming out every episode because you haven't gotten to hear us that's talking right. about our birthday. And we've been traveling. So we haven't been like in the zone yeah then we came back and we were like oh it's birthday week time to get fucking weird we're back so anyway
0: and we're singing we song. haven't talked
1: about cake yet are we gonna eat cake together oh yes
0: obviously yes. what a dumb question one day
1: you should have you should pick your favorite cake and i'll pick my favorite cake and then we stack them and we'll have a double cake correct okay but also- you're gonna put fucking anchovies in your cake I'm not anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> never mind i don't wow. want it hmm. <laughs> here's the thing what's up
0: um remember i got a little memory thing that was like two years ago um two years ago was our Irvine show on your birthday but like coming up Aww. where I got I got that ice cream
1: cake shaped like a haunted house which by the way I think is still one of my favorite cakes I've ever gotten I like and I'm so it. mad that we didn't get to eat more of it
0: oh yeah I we was were all the way in
1: Irvine well, we were in Irvine and also I you was so nervous, so nervous. I couldn't eat it. And I felt so bad because Christine, I guess you went to like a Ben and Jerry's or something and you got like, like a Baskin Robbins or something. They had a haunted house cake and they were uh, like, are you looked... sure it's June? And I was like, yes, it looked so good. Can we relive that and maybe get one of those again? Yeah.
0: Wait, yes. It looked so. There was like a boomerang of Eva. That was Eva's first day. Basically, literally Eva's first day. Our first like live show. And she handed me a
1: whole like meant for 20 people cake. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like walk in. And I felt so bad because Eva didn't know me yet, so she didn't know my reputation of that. Like, I could eat that whole thing. Like cake. a psychopath? Oh, well, I well, could I see. eat. The, well, she, she didn't know that either yet. <laughs> She but like, learned real quick. I was like Eva, I know I'm not eating any of this cake, but this is an an off day for me. Usually this would be one serving. Right, 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 right. right. And
0: they had a little chimney made of frosting. And it Ugh. had ghosts. It had little ghosts on it.
1: Oh, it was so good. That was really cute that they made that. Actually, I wait. I need that. one I remember again. being really
0: worried because I made Eva drive on the way to Irvine, <laughs>
1: stop at a Baskin Robbins, <laughs> and
0: be like, demand the ghost cake. And if they won't make and that it, that
1: was her first day. She was like, "What the fuck did I get she's into?" Like, I don't
0: know why I'm doing this. Um, but she's still here, thank God. And there was a lot of fudge on it. A lot there of chocolate. Was a lot of fudge and then i did the song finch oh my god wait you were so nice last back then. year what wow. happened i
1: don't know oh shit wow all right well gotta up your game man listen i'm excited <laughs> you don't
0: know what's coming
1: oh Whoa. i already know whenever christine plans <clears throat> something for me i know i'm gonna love it i, don't, I have no doubts well, it's because you do it too, and then I'm like, well, I got to step up, I guess. And we definitely that. have that like that that connection. That's a twin, the, the Gemini's. Gemini if you're twins, all right. Anyway, is there any uh, negative things going on in your life? Any reasons why you drink in a? There poor probably way? are, but I'm trying to be positive. Oh, you know, you just came out of therapy, didn't you? I Something. didn't.
0: I went. Well, I went to my my psychiatrist. Oh. Does that count?
1: Well sure yes
0: yeah you feeling good about yourself We're feeling good we're Yay. tweaking my
1: meds Yay! <laughs> we're good we're happy uh, we're feeling good what about you uh i think i'm okay i mentioned in the last episode that my glasses are broken i'm going today. <laughs> i'm going to you your goddamn glasses they're hanging on a thread right now i'm going after this oh you are to go get my okay, new glasses good. Ooh, they're the same frame you're gonna send me 10 photos and be like which ones are the best no i'm i'm such a i i hate change so oh, i love change
0: that's where we differ. i know you have
1: like five different glasses As and it scares me every time i'm so out of my comfort zone when i get used to dude, one and then you're like you your clear so ones I'm
0: gemini of you i'm just like i'm so fucking fickle i'm like i don't i change my mind every 10
1: minutes i probably have some weird problem in my upbringing where it's oh, like sure my only normal it's my comfort zone oh mine was like oh yeah just keep doing what you're doing <laughs> just <harder."> run run <laughs> yeah. yeah no so before i even broke my glasses. I knew when I got new glasses they'd be the exact same pair. So Oh you're getting the same ones. Yeah. Oh well is I, so I hate boring.
0: change. I oh, hate change. Oh God. I love change. Uh I wish you would change. I I me too. <laughs> so I'm hilarious. Um what else was I gonna say? Oh, is that all your announcements? I guess
1: so. Yeah, my I, face is broken. Or my glasses oh, are. Oh, come on. Now you're the really being on dramatic. On my face, my face is broken. Oh, I did see Aladdin. I, t- I texted you the second I, I came I out of the theater. Blaise, I
0: texted Blaze, or talked to Blaze, and I said, we have to see it. It was... So was fucking it? good. I didn't even plan on seeing it. And then
1: when you said that, I was like, well, now I have to see it. It makes, I mean, if this is good, I can't even imagine what Beyonce and Lion King oh, is going to do. I was going to gonna say, well, that's going to be like, it's going to be bone chilling. Next, level. Level, next
0: level. We should go see, well, I don't know. I feel like you don't like seeing movies with certain.
1: I usually don't people. like seeing movies more than once. Yeah, no, you full, are you kidding with me haven't you gone to see your movies like 42 times well so i usually don't like seeing movies more than once but if it's a movie i'm really fucking invested in i want to see it over and over to catch all the little nuances oh so like avengers obviously um but usually if i see a movie in theater i don't really see movies outside of marvel movies in theaters yeah but because it's disney and like a classic and nostalgia and all that i'd want to see it again so if you oh, want to go, really? yeah. oh, okay. we can go see a if Hell you want. Hell
0: yeah. I didn't think Blaze was that thrilled about it. So I'll go with you. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I have one announcement before we get into the creepy stuff. And that is that on June 10th, we are announcing our last city of the year. Yes. Our last tour. So we June can't 10th, tell you yet, check your Instagrams. That's right. It's going to, co- yeah, it's on Instagram. ATWWD rolled up. AT, you know, you know what it is. That one. <clears throat> ATWWD
1: podcast. And uh, we have New Orleans, which I think is almost sold out yep and, and that's on the 6th that's september 6th yeah and then on september 19th i think we have both of our uh, salt lake city shows right. that we're, re- we're right. redoing because we had to cancel them because of weather problems exactly so those i don't know if those March. have tickets left i don't know but then the we're announcing one last show for so the you, year you better get your plane tickets and ready I'm excited about it so get ready it is going to be a really big one for somewhere us somewhere where we haven't been yet we're very 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 excited Ooh. so please come anyway so that's happening that's all i have okay okay
0: so is that just time for us to talk about our stories now i think so i love talking about myself but i think oh. i guess we have to talk about other people now
1: isn't it funny we got a podcast thinking we talk more about ourselves but we it has to be focused on something else sometimes That's true although we do definitely use it as a ruse to mostly talk about ourselves it is we do veil us talking about ourselves and ghost stories yes, yes.
0: By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Love that thing. And that's why We Drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. I just got a w- bunch of texts and I looked down and everyone's like, how horrible, how horrifying. Uh-oh. Apparently my sister's <gasps> German teacher <gasps> was arrested on child
1: pornography. <gasps> oh no.
0: My mom just sent me the news article and is like, oh God, Francisca says, that's my German teacher and sent an article
1: in Cincinnati Inquirer. That's awful. Oh no. And was, was teaching your, your sister. Yes. Oh no. Oh, no. Holy crap. Arrested by the airport police. Oh, no. Oh,
0: my. That's a twist. That is a twist. Okay. Well, I gotta keep an eye on that thing. Holy crap. Anyway, sorry. I thought that might be a little f-
1: true crime... Uh, uh, well, yeah. Update. I mean, it was very true crimey. That was the most personal speaking of talking about yourself yeah (laughs) right we're back to me again that was the most uh live action true crime we've ever covered what can i say um i also allison by the way has not gotten back to me i said i need 10 i need seven constant days of unadulterated joy for my birthday so oh she blocked your number probably (laughs) bananas okay anyway let's switch from child pornography charges to Two ghosts. Ghosts! Sorry, I didn't mean for there to be this weird p- pregnant pause. My whole face just got itchy all of a sudden. Uh, it's broken, it's remember? It's broken, I know, it's just <laughs> healing. Um, oh, also, I do have a reason why I drank. Oh, for God's sakes, we're back to us again. Talking about me, it's my birthday, and I can do what can I want. We do what we want. Um, so, uh, since I've been gone. Since you've been gone. <laughs> I can't breathe for the first time. Behind Is that the- these hazel eyes. That is the go-to for you always. Um, I, so since I have been away from my apartment, we've been traveling a lot and I, Allison is throwing me a superhero sleepover birthday party this weekend, which I'm very excited about. Woohoo! Um, I, and I'm missing it cause I'm seeing Fallout Boy. This is the most Christine and M weekend ever actually. I know, actually. I'm having a Captain
0: America weekend. I'm having a slumber party with Renee watching Fallout Boy.
1: I do want to give a shout out to all of my friends who are also in their now late twenties. Mm-hmm. Not a single one of them even questioned when I said, hey, I want to have a sleepover like we we were little kids and I want to be superhero themed. To be fair, we all know you pretty well. Every single person was like, fuck yeah. So I'm very excited about that. It'll and, be fun. I'm sad I'm missing it. And to make sure that the whole place looked clean, since, since I've been gone for so long and haven't really gotten to do a full scrubbing of the apartment in a while, and we have a party coming up this weekend, I did a full blown like eight hours. Deep clean? Deep clean, like got behind things. Yeah. And, so I cleaned so intensely that three days later, my body still oh, hurts. Oh, yeah. Like I did a lot a of workout. squatting and a lot of bending. <laughs> God. It was the most exercise my body has experienced in a while. And it was like, what is going on? So my whole body hurting me and my body does feel broken a little bit. So I'm so sorry about that. Em. Sitting down to get in the car to come here was quite a task. Oh, so I know why, you're why welcome. I drink.
0: Because I fucking just booked my colonoscopy for oh, a couple of weeks win. from now. <laughs> well, win. I just remembered. I'm like body things. Oh yeah. Well, I have to do that, and for three days I can't eat certain foods, and then I have to for 24 hours only drink fucking like clear Jello. Is it your near your birthday? It's the 21st of June. That's so. your
1: birth month. This sucks even it's more. My month. <laughs> You can't take that from me. <laughs> Except okay. they did. Anyway, here is my story, my paranormal story. I'm very excited about this one because just like how you very in live time caught a true crime yeah. story, I am I am doing a relatively live paranormal story. What does that mean? Which I've never done before and it doesn't have like a title. Usually I'm like, this is the story of blank, but mm-hmm. I don't have a title um, because these are recent reports that came out only three days ago oh okay um so we are calling this the story of recent ufo reports filed (gasps) by navy pilots holy shit are you serious i don't know anything about this yes okay so let's go uh good luck trying to figure out how to label this in your brain i don't know how what the title would be good luck eva (laughs) uv ufo navy pilot reports i guess um so this story was covered three days ago it was like relatively breaking news if you're a paranormal person i feel like maybe it, it was um and the story was covered by like new york times rolling stone cnn How did I cbs miss news cuz there's so many more important I things probably going on in the world i get tagged in um and i'll i'm saying if you're in the paranormal world it might have been breaking news you'll understand why in a second okay so um basically between 2014 and 2015 um there were several series of ufo sightings by navy pilots that were in virginia on the way to florida okay and they i just because i don't want to get sued and like people like the new york times and should have covered this so i feel like at least my like alexa is listening to this i just want to say you just set off everyone's goddamn sorry everyone's echo That doesn't help. Stop. (laughs) I'm going to stop. Don't sue me. So I'm going to give a little disclaimer here that UFO means unidentified flying object, not aliens. Right. Sure. There are UFO reportings, but that does not actually confirm whether or not they're extraterrestrials. Right. Exactly. Okay. Just want to say that before people think that I'm saying anything beyond what I... Really want to say, which is, oh, my God, aliens. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. So that's my opinion, but I'm going to tell you the real facts and you can just follow along with my brain or facts, whatever you want. Listen, we know you we're all going to fall into your own brain. Don't worry. Guys, listen to this alien story. So in 2014, between 2014 and 2015, the main characters in this story are Lieutenant Ryan Graves and Lieutenant Danny Acoyne. Um, Lieutenant Dan. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Nope. Forrest Gump. Okay, Is that what
0: that was? I was like, I'm going to say Forrest Gump, but then I'm going to be wrong and it's going to be really embarrassing. You got embarrassing. new legs,
1: Lieutenant Dan.
0: Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Good one. So <laughs> Sorry, I did not react appropriately. Well, I just stared at you. I just saw
1: blank eyes and I was like, am I an asshole? Okay. <sighs> I'm not from this country. Lieutenant Dan is the main character with Lieutenant Ryan Graves. They were both super Hornet pilots, which I'm not in the military and I don't know about airplanes, so I don't know what that means. It sounds pretty cool, though. It sounds nice and masculine mm. super hornet okay superhero right 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 um and they were part of the vfa 11 red rippers squadron Jesus. As, okay i guess they were known as the red rippers um, which was apparently based in virginia so they those two and uh three other pilots in the same squadron all spoke to the new york times recently about the objects that they saw but have declined to the other three have declined to be named so only, oh so there's five of them total there's five of them but only two of them have come out and said lieutenant ryan and lieutenant danny got it well they've said lieutenant graves whatever i'm an asshole so ryan and danny Ryan and danny. um so the pilots uh had apparently radar systems from the 80s and so all their equipment was really really old um, they ended up getting it updated, and once the new radar systems were put in, they began noticing objects that the old radar system could not mm. pick up. So the squadron was training for a deployment to the Persian Gulf, so they were doing training maneuvers by flying from Virginia to Florida back and forth. Got it. And uh, there's a quote: uh, "People have seen strange stuff in the military aircraft for, in military aircraft for decades. We were doing this very complex mission where we were going 30,000 feet up and then diving down. It would be a pretty. It would have been a pretty big deal to have seen something up there. So ideally, there's no other aircraft that's going sure. thirty thousand feet in the air in that area, at least because sure. it's a blocked off training space. Yeah. Um, so while they were thirty thousand feet up, they saw multiple UFOs. Okay, which just unidentified. means unidentified, unidentified other things flying in the air that they were not aware of. Um, they would even, these UFOs would also change altitude with the pilots, so they were going from 30,000 feet to 20,000 feet to sea level, just like they were. Uh, okay. So it was almost like they, it was following them. I don't love that. Uh, the pilots reported that the objects had no visible engine or exhaust, yet had impossible power. Power that was apparently stronger than their, their aircraft. Okay. Um, the UFOs were able to accelerate, stop midair, and reach hypersonic speeds. Oh. Lute- hypersonic hypersonic oh my that's there was a roller coaster growing up in king's dominion called the hypersonic slc i don't remember what slc stands for salt lake city sure um but i remember my dad let me play hooky from school and we went to king's dominion and we were the first people to ever ride the hypersonic seriously yep cool it's defunct now so well but i have the memory because we're old crypt keepers now right exactly i'm on my way next year i'll be the new apprentice welcome oh <laughs> So, uh, (laughs) Lieutenant Graves, he said about these UFOs, these things would be out there all day. Keeping an aircraft in the air requires a significant amount of energy, but with the speeds we observed, 12 hours in the air is 11 hours longer than we would expect. Holy crap. So with the amount of power that these things were giving off, they should have only been able to be in the air for an hour at a time. And they were staying out there all day. What the hell? 12 Um, hours. So long work day i'm like that's blaze's shift at the er no thank you (laughs) aliens must be sleepy so (laughs) oh shit i almost just dumped my coffee everywhere oh uh so one of the pilots lieutenant dan he had two different encounters with the ufos himself the first time he wanted to follow it so he set his plane to merge with it and he flew a thousand feet below it the entire time okay but his helmet camera didn't actually pick up anything. So Ooh. even though his radar system sh- and like there, so the radar system on the screen it shows you exactly what it's looking there. at. Right. But his helmet camera wasn't picking it up. So it was almost kind of like, I imagine how dogs can see something, but we can't. Oh. The radar system was picking up on something that his eyes and the camera couldn't see. Oh, creepy. So that's the only way that they knew these things. So it's like invisible, essentially, for it's, lack of a better word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So. B-b-b-b-b-b-b. Okay. So his helmet camera wasn't picking it up. The second time um, that he encountered it, there was uh, this is a quote the training missile on his jet locked onto the object. So his equipment just immediately synced up with it. Okay. And his infrared camera saw it. So oh. this time it was seen by something else. Um, Lieutenant Dan said, I knew I had it. I knew it was not a false hit, but I could not pick it up visually. So both times the radar saw it, even though his eyes couldn't. But there are other ufos that had similar um i guess uh characteristics that people were also able to see so basically last march this is three years after the fact because remember our stories in like 2014 2015 right 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 so last march there was another report of a ufo 30,000 feet in the sky that had similar reports to the 2014 report so people are kind of comparing them i see however this one everyone could see with their own eyes so, oh,
0: oh, the most recent one.
1: The most recent one that happened last March. Got it. So, there were two pilots, there was a pilot from Phoenix Air and a pilot from American Airlines, and both of them reported seeing the object while they were in the middle of their flights. Now, they reported that the UFO was flying spinning in the opposite direction of them. What? flying and flying past them so basically as the plane was going one direction it was they crossed paths it's funny to me because i'm just picturing it like whoa like spinning (laughs) like almost like the aliens like kind of like it got like bumped into something like their bumper card bumper bumper cars yeah like spinning anyway so uh they reported that the ufo was flying and spinning in the opposite direction of them and the faa actually released the radio broadcasts recorded of the pilots when they saw the <gasps> ufo go by oh that's creepy so this holy was on shit. i guess february 24th it happened but it was released in march holy shit and the faa released broadcast of the pilots talking to the albuquerque center air traffic control and the phoenix air pilot this was at three thirty in the afternoon so they like actually made the call it's not like someone's making yeah. this up no this is like they actually called like in. really radioed Ooh, in okay so the pilot from um from phoenix air um and i listened to it you can find it on uh there's a news report that played it and we don't put it in here because we're gonna probably get sued so. i don't want to get Sorry. sued, but you can google it yes. um the okay the pilot from phoenix air three thirty that afternoon uh down to uh traffic control he said was anybody above us that passed us like 30 seconds ago <gasps> looked like a ufo and then the faa reported back saying negative <gasps> so he saw something in the sky definitely saw something then because he had said that something passed him like 30 seconds ago the faa told other nearby flights to keep an eye out for anything in the sky and not even not alarming right just by the way while you're flying a giant airplane make sure to keep an eye out (laughs) try to dodge that for things (laughs) flying at you spinning in the opposite direction so then not even 60 seconds later no american airlines flight 1095 reported back to air traffic control saying yeah something just passed over us i don't know what it was but it was at least two or three thousand feet above us whoa the american airlines pilot said they couldn't tell if it was flying or hovering but that it had a big reflection whoa it could have been a ufo so also this ufo that they saw happened to only be a couple hundred miles away from roswell
0: <gasps> what? i didn't even think about that because he said albuquerque okay wow yeah. Also, can you imagine, you know, the odds are with all that we've been flying, we were probably on that plane. And, probably. I mean, the odds are just the, the odds don't lie towards us I right? think
1: I think so anyway can anyway, you imagine
0: though if you are back on the plane like watching like a bohemian rhapsody and you don't know that there's like a fucking <laughs> and then there's
1: like fucking aliens playing bumper
0: cars and next the- to
1: you out the window <laughs> and the pilot is
0: just like by the way what's this giant object above us I just can't even imagine I just uh,
1: wanted more snacks I was too focused on that and not looking out the window uh-huh. to see like aliens waving oh, at yeah. us oh yeah you and I and Eva are all in the aisle because we have to either pee or stretch our legs or it's true fun fact we never sit next to each other we're yep. always in different aisles all in the uh the aisle seat we all we sat next to each other on the first flight ever and then we're like nope never again <laughs> like why did we do this why did we do this also we all cried th- that we all cried on that flight we were all watching different movies that made us sad i was watching infinity war <laughs> you were watching an actual sad movie i was watching Love Simon, I think. Yeah, yeah. And Eva was just like crying because
0: she was like, Why am I trapped on this airplane? (laughs) She was like, I'm brand new. Please, please don't let me be here anymore. I just want to go pee, and you guys are crying
1: in my way. Aliens, come get me. Maybe that's what the aliens Uh, were doing. They were trying to save Eva. Okay. It wouldn't surprise me. Anyway, so that happened in 2018. So I only bring that up because there are some similarities in that they thought it was a UFO. It was able to reach the same altitude. It was spinning, which you're going to, I'll tell you later, the ones in 2014 were also on record Mm. spinning. Um, so they were playing bumper cars back then. Oh, fun. Classic. but so I bring that up just to say like, Oh, apparently there are also more reports coming in. So there you go. Got it. So the FAA still doesn't know what that object was. Mm. Um, the one that just happened in March. And the only comment they had was, we don't have any comment beyond what you hear. (laughs) Woof! Oh, God. Creepy, creepy. So, okay. 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 So, back to 2014. At this point, the... um, So, Lieutenant Dan in 2014, he saw... Or his radar kept tracking this thing multiple times. His equipment kept finding this thing and tracing it. So, at this point, since they can't see it, maybe it's super small and they're not aware of it, um, at this point, the entire squadron is just assuming that these must be part of some classified advanced oh, sure. drone pro- program that they don't know about, which is like also scary to also me. Also terrifying. I'm like, yeah, am oh, but it must, they just assume like, Oh, it must be something that we're not a part of, but sure. it's a drone program. Sure. But then at the same time, it's like, how are drones going at hypersonic speeds and I mean, all this maybe stuff? Maybe
0: they just have technology that we don't know about. I mean,
1: we, they definitely they do. do. Right? Hashtag time Hashtag travel. project Pegasus. hmm So... Regardless of what it was, they still reported the sightings to the to Congress and the Pentagon.
0: <laughs> like, um, hey
1: Congress, um, do case, you have a minute? Just you, in case you didn't know, Congress, you up? I... <laughs> <laughs> you up? Eggplant <laughs> emoji. Pentagon
0: squirt emoji.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pentagon P stands for Peach. So, oh! uh, let's see. So they reported them to the Congress and Pentagon. Um, to the Congress, who am I? My fucking dad. War, okay, yeah, we're a thousand now. So, months later, after they reported those sightings, one of Lieutenant Graves' squadron mates said that he almost had a head-on collision with, quote, one of those things. Uh, uh, uh. So, even after they reported it, they never got any information about it, and they were still seeing it on pretty much a daily basis. So, when they almost had the collision, could he see it, or was it, like, just on the... I think at this point he was starting to see them. Oh, okay. Um, The guy that almost had a head-on collision, him and his wingman were flying 100 feet apart, when a ufo flew between them and oh, yeah see. they could see it I, okay sorry i hadn't looked no, my no you're fine. so they could see this ufo and apparently it looked like a quote sphere encasing a cube sphere and so think of too many sh- look we have the shape poster oh, okay Let's there's see. a cube equals square i think <laughs> Cu- okay cube in case
0: wait no so sphere? a sphere
1: equals circle is the
0: S- sphere around this cube like an oval
1: i don't know yeah yeah like a ball sure imagine a square in a ball and it, the squares inside it yeah okay a square and a ball. Yep, <laughs> like an <laughs> egg, but the yolk is a square. Oh, that's fun. Yep. Okay. Everyone listening is like, "Fuck you guys!" <laughs> <It's> like, um, <laughs> looked, we'll just use food. We'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> the fury, the food works. Okay, yeah. so interesting. So it's like, and apparently just flew right through both
1: of their like through but be- between both their plates. So it's almost
0: like a square, but then like the sphere is like a bubble, like
1: protecting it. Yes. Okay. Thing. Exactly. Got like got a got square it. and bubble wrap. Got it. But in a circle shape. Yes. Okay. Uh, like Glinda the good. Yeah. But instead of Glinda it's a, it's a, a cube.
0: A cube. <laughs> it's a cube. It's a futuristic Glinda. Glinda the
1: cube. Okay. So after this uh okay, so yeah, so then they almost had a head-on collision with it. And this whole time they've been thinking, Okay, maybe it's just a drone program, we don't know about mm-hmm. then this collision happened and at this point the squadron was like, This is not a classified drone program and they filed another report. They decided it must be. It couldn't be a drone program one because it didn't look like a fucking drone. Looked like Glinda the Cube. <laughs> um, Glinda the cu- good cube. Uh, so it couldn't. <clears throat> it also couldn't be a drone program because the government wouldn't let other aircraft fly in a training area and risk the potential collisions. Okay. Right. So well, yeah. Right. That wouldn't be. Yeah. Safe in any sort of capacity. Got so it. They're like whatever this is. It's not our government involved not our government not our our government not all governments guys (laughs) so uh the pilots to this day will not outwardly say if it was extraterrestrial but when asked oh my are you sorry no my lumbar was oh god almighty (laughs) i'm I'm a thousand i'm so sorry two years to 30 and five minutes away from death apparently i'm falling apart uh (laughs) i'm sure there's some song called that that you'll hear at fallout boy this weekend (laughs) I'm falling apart. I'm five years to 30. I'm fall out, boy. I'm falling out. No. Okay. So (laughs) the pilots at this point. Did you guys miss us while we were traveling? They're like, God, give us the live show where you have to (laughs) act professional again. Where you don't
0: sing every 10 minutes.
1: (laughs) Behind these hazel eyes. Oh, God, I forgot we did that. So the pilots will not outwardly say if uh, what they saw was extraterrestrial but aka don't sue me but uh when asked what they think it is lieutenant graves has said quote we have helicopters that can hover and we have aircraft that can fly at thirty thousand feet and at and right at the surface mm-hmm. but it's like combining quote all that in one vehicle of some type with no jet engine or exhaust plume creepy so it's just something that it's they like haven't up seen up before yeah. yeah and it has the energy to be up there for 12 hours
0: which for is 12 creepy. times the amount it should yeah um also they're probably not allowed to say like i think it's an alien if they're like still employed by right you'd think so right they probably be like you can't, you can't say that
1: Yeah, you can't like leak the secrets that everyone knows not right? our government not our not all governments not all Government. even the department of defense will not speculate on what the literally daily ufos could have been the fact that they were so like they knew people could see them or if they didn't know they were still around all yeah. the time they were consistently happening for at least a year um So the Department of Defense did not speculate on if it was extraterrestrial, Mm -hmm. but... They probably know. They absolutely know. Mm -hmm. Although they didn't speculate on what the UFOs could be, coincidentally, after the incidents, the Navy sent out, quote, new classified guidance on unexplained aerial Mm -hmm. phenomenon and how to report it. No, that is spooky. Mm -mm -mm. So, and also they're not calling it UFOs. They're calling it unexplained aerial phenomenon. UAP. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. I think
0: there people are using that now to be less like cuz U- UFO is
1: such like a it connotation to it. It's just stigma of yeah, a aliens. Stigma. Yeah. So yeah, so they're calling them UAPs. Uh, so the biggest evidence from these incidents, like everything that I just said, the like the closest thing we have to like being able to figure it out for ourselves as the public. Mm-hmm. Um the thing that just came out in the New York times is that two of the videos that they caught on their helmet cameras or on their radar systems have been declassified. Oh, so two of the videos have now come out and that's why all these people are now getting interviewed a couple years later. I have watched both videos. They are kind of cool. Um, two of the video. So there are two videos from 2015. One of them is in Jacksonville. One of them, I don't remember the location, but they're, um, of the pilots mid flight, catching UFOs on their radar and being surprised by what they're seeing and it's so funny to me cuz i'm used to when i think of like a military person in a fighter jet or whatever they i just think of like the most stern serious person yeah. and these guys are just broing like out like out. they're oh, freaking out that they're seeing a UFO oh that's so funny and uh and so it just <laughs> took away like it totally like ripped the veil off of how i imagine like yeah. a mili- like sir yes sir yeah, but yeah. these guys are like bro what the fuck is that <laughs> So get Snapchat open. Yeah. <laughs> so uh the so I'm gonna talk about th- I don't know why I did this, but I talk about the second video I saw first. I don't know. Okay. Fun. L- one of the videos I saw, I think this is like in order if you were to open up New York Times and look at the video, it would be the second video that shows up on the feed that I talked about first. I don't know why I did this. Um <laughs> okay. I just like it's like I can't figure out floors of a house. So... Oh right. We do things out of order. It's fine. So the second video it shows uh UFOs, quote, accelerate, and this is, I mean, I'm describing what happens in the video, but I'm also quoting the New York Times description of it, so I just, I'm quoting.
0: Describing the New York Times,
1: describing the video. Yes, because they did it
0: so well. Right.
1: Um, (laughs) They did? They did. Can you believe it? The New York (laughs) Times knows what they're doing. Real journalists? Yeah, right. Uh, So the UFOs are, quote, accelerating to hypersonic speed, making sudden stops and instantaneous turns, something beyond the physical limits of a human crew. Oh, so whatever it is, there can't there's no human involved inside of it. There's no there can't be it, apparently the way it's moving it, the way that it's moving. Even Lieutenant Graves himself has said, like, they it would probably kill a human. Really? With the G forces that Ugh. are going through. So, uh, oh, I thought that's the next thing I say. These movements would cause G forces uh, that near that are nearly impossible for a human pilot to handle. Oh, my God. In the other video, a UFO is tilting on its side, spinning
0: whoa Um, like
1: a die like like a top yeah yeah um i don't i saw it it doesn't really look like it's spinning i think they assume it's spinning i'll show you the video um it does look like a top so maybe they just meant like like a spinning top oh it does okay um but it is tilting and it is ufo craft like the the ufo we all we all imagine it's like it looks like that so if it's tilting it kind of does look Mm -hmm. like a spinning top oh i see Wait, so you can see this thing? Yeah. So oh my God. You can see it on the radar. So you can't see. Oh, I see. You're not seeing, like, all these, like, fancy lights or anything that you want to see. You just see, like, a blip on a radar. But it is, like, UFO craft shaped. Oh, so it has a shape of it. And the whole oh, time spooky. you can hear them talking, like, about what they're seeing. Oh, I see. Okay. So and so, you can see the UFO tilting on its side, and it's moving against the wind. And then you can see it rotate on its other side. So it goes from leaning one way to then leaning the other way, which they're freaking out about too when they see it on the radar. Yikes! Um, So keep in mind, these two videos only show two reports, but like the pilot said earlier, this was daily for years, 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 either years from 2014 to 2015. So either a full two years or like a year a daily occurrence it was a regular if not daily occurrence holy shit i mean the the quote that i said earlier was uh lieutenant graves did say i said earlier lieutenant graves uh was quoted saying these things would be out here all day so i i mean like i guess maybe not daily but regularly enough that they yeah knew that it was gonna be like a one-time thing essentially I mean, they they knew of them well, apparently, yeah. and only two reports of many sightings Ugh. were uh, paid attention to in this New York Times. Creepy. So let me see. Where was I? Um, so here's another quote. There were a number of different reports. Some cases could have been commercial drones, but in other cases, we do not know who's doing this. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough data to track this. So the intent of the message to the fleet is to provide updated guidance on reporting procedures for suspected intrusions into our airspace.
0: Oh my god.
1: So um, I, I'll i show you the videos afterwards, but I'm just gonna like kind of for people who are in the car and can't see the video yet, yeah. I'm going to do my own version of a narration of this. So Super. <laughs> I'm just gonna read to you guys. Uh, I wrote out the audio from the video so you can hear what they're saying okay so in video one uh there is the ufo that looks kind of like it's a spinning top it's on its tilt and it's flying over the oceans they're flying super fast like you can, okay that creeps me like out. creepy I they fast. were just standing still no they're flying super fast and you can see they kind of look like orbs like they're white and they're moving super quickly Ugh. but you can see like several of them fly by before they like actually kind of catch one on their radar oh god and so uh the narration is uh these I guess two pilots talking to each other through the planes and uh, one guy goes dude this is a fucking drone bro (laughs) (laughs) and then someone went no there's a whole fleet of them and then my gosh they're all going against the wind the wind's 120 miles to the west then look at that thing dude and then Is this Zach Baggins' new new spinoff series? Zach Baggins, the fighter pilot. (laughs) God Um, help us all. (laughs) Then they say, that's not a blank, is it? I don't know. It was a type of aircraft, I think like mm-hmm. oh that's not a blank is it a plane is that what they said some type of plane it <laughs> I was know, you, you can kind of hear it in the audio but i don't i couldn't <laughs> translate it because i'm stupid but i think they were trying to figure out like oh maybe it's this kind of plane right, right, right and they were like no it's not look at that thing it's rotating well, that is horrifying so that's the first video okay the second video their the ufo is again flying at a crazy speed and then th- the radar actually like When I say the radar catches it, basically, like, there's, like, a little box, and they're able to, like, kind of trap it in a box on their radar so they can follow it and keep seeing it. Right. So it doesn't, like, get away from them. Um, so on the radar, like, the, the system, like, kind of traps it in a little digital box so they can can follow it. And it's really funny because I guess that's a a manual thing. I guess the pilot was trying to catch it. it. Yeah. And so you can hear the guy go, whoa, got it. (laughs) it's like a video game and then you can hear like a bunch of laughter like he's stoked he caught it it's like angry birds yeah and then uh and the next voice goes what the fuck is that and then the pilot in the other plane goes did you box a moving target and he said i took an auto track okay Uh, and then the pilot said oh my gosh dude what the fuck is that look at it fly i'm spooked by this so uh Leon Golub, he's a senior astrophysicist at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Mm, Astrophysics. Me too. Yikes. Right. That's my (laughs) part-time job. (laughs) Um he said that's what i was doing but i
0: quit to do this podcast right so. exactly exactly you're welcome world
1: uh leon says there are so many other possibilities to what this could be they could be bugs in the code for the imaging and display systems atmospheric effects and reflections neurological overload from multiple inputs during high-speed flight basically he's giving a bunch of reasons why this could not be an alien but if you're listening to the show it was an alien Leon, come on uh so lieutenant graves lieutenant a coin or lieutenant dan and former intelligence uh, officials have all now appeared in a six-part History Channel series called Ooh. Unidentified Inside America's UFO Investigation. And Ooh. this actually comes out Friday. Oh, really? But when you guys hear this, it will have already come out, I think. Two days ago. Two days ago. Okay. So, so yeah, so they, they all, they're all going to be part of a segment for that. Wow. And what's interesting about this is that it's in the news right now after being reported a few years ago. Yeah. So reports of these encounters were also filed with a program through the Pentagon called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Whoa. So the AATIP. Yeah. They analyze all UFO data from radar, camera footage, and testimonials, and they focus like, basically, they only work with UFO sightings by U.S. military. Okay. So the fact that there is a whole department of just military-specific UFO sightings. Yeah. Um, that are classified and people can't find out about. Um, it's super creepy to me. And they've handled apparently decades of reports. Or they've at least looked at a bunch of reports that have come in. Um, the program only began in 2007. But was announced in 2012 to be shut down after only five years. Whoa. And is said to no longer be active. However, it has been said that it currently still investigates UFO reports. And has, quote, continued on in other classified forms. So it's technically so not... It's- quote defunct uh-huh. wink wink i mean if it shut down it's very interesting that and in, if it shut down in 2012 i find it interesting that in 2014 2015 people were reporting their ufo sightings to it mm. mm-hmm. yes know? i agree um so i haven't decided yet but i actually so that's the end of the story and i haven't decided for next week yet but i think this might be a continuation story because if i can find enough information about the advanced aerospace threat identification program i want that to be next week's episode Ooh. and see like if i can get any cool conspiracy th- stories out of that so maybe i'll segue into that next week <laughs> but it could be a mini two-parter ish kind of thing but that's this that's the conspiracy slash ufo story i have for this week and next week maybe i'll continue <gasps> holy sp- maybe watch you're gonna maybe be like you'll like, see nope, who knows. never mind anyway there you go uh alien stuff freaks
0: me out as you know
1: i really i'm kind of bummed like i was excited that this is the probably the only time i'll ever get to cover a story that's like a breaking supernatural but also breaking current, news right. so i didn't want to not talk about it but at the same time i wanted like an alien to be involved so, you know oh. <laughs> it sounds like there are aliens involved in um, many <laughs> right yeah i think it sounds like there was a whole fleet of them yeah so anyway if, if you're listening to me it's an alien but if you're listening to anyone else, including the Department of Defense, it could be well. A drone. If they're being interviewed on the History Channel, they're going to talk about aliens. I
0: mean, right, right, like, right, right. They're not going to debunk it on the History Channel, <laughs> despite <laughs> its name. I think we all know what's going to happen. Right, 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 right. Okay, well, I guess we'll segu into my story. Yay! Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at FunLove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18-store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. And That's Why We Drink is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your terms. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. I don't know this for a fact, but it's my opinion that there is no easier way to build a website than Squarespace because of this drag and drop technology. It gets better every year, and it is just you when you think it can't get any better and easier, it does. I've been using Squarespace <laughs> since 2017. Um, And in that time, they have just proven themselves to be the best and easiest way to make a website. So anytime I make a website for any reason, that's where I go. When you're ready to get started, you can use one of Squarespace's professional website templates with designs for every category. And then you can customize it. You can customize the look, add new content, add features to fit your unique needs. It's just a great spot to have a landing page for you, for your business, for whatever it is you're trying to market or showcase. Squarespace is the best platform to use, in my opinion head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain um and this one is one that i'm very excited about i originally heard about it on uh my favorite murder last year Ooh, yeah mfm there i just look you see that what i got there i pre-ordered their book oh really uh, I
1: stay sexy don't get murdered they their book just came out so i pre-ordered that i'm gonna read that this weekend on my trip i for a second i thought you meant you were going to read it like right now to us no, <laughs> what I if like, i
0: did that wow
1: is that your story for Talk this about week? getting
0: sued they're like please don't do that <laughs> we have a literal audiobook nobody needs to hear this right from exactly um so i heard that originally there and I, it was one of my favorite episodes of theirs um that they would ever did and then i recently was listening to case file and i just picked a random episode it was episode 93 and they covered this again like oh wow in super detail And I was like, "Holy crap!" And then I found an episode of Forensic Files on it, and I was like, "Okay, so that's
1: a sign." The trifecta, the triad, if you will, the trinity, if you will. Karen, Georgia, and Forensic Files. Yes, and Case File, and Case File, (laughs) the quad, the quadr. I don't know. We'll work on it.
0: Quadrinity. (sighs) Oh yeah. I'm looking at my basic shapes poster. The quad. Sure. Okay. Trapezoid. It's a rhombus. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. A slanty guy. A slanty boy. Um. So this is the story of Susan Snow. Dun dun dun. All right. So Wednesday morning, June 11th. Oh, it's a June story. Gemini. Gemini. Wednesday morning, June 11th, 1986 in Auburn, Washington, which is a suburb of Seattle. 40-year-old Susan Snow, uh, she works as a vice president at a local bank. She wakes up with a headache and she tends to get frequent headaches. So this was not like abnormal that she woke up with a headache. Okay. Um, she wakes up with a headache. She takes two Excedrin, which was her favorite form of
1: painkiller. Same, by the way. Same. Oh, yeah. Blazes too. Love a good Excedrin. Remember when you tried to take an Excedrin, but it was like vinegary. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's a PSA to everyone (laughs) taking any headache. I don't know. I don't know how far it it ranges. But if you have any medicine that happens to taste a little vinegary, uh, apparently that means it expired. Um, You're fine and you're not going to die. Blaze said it's fine. And also Blaze said, M, please do not make yourself throw it up like you suggested. So when we were on tour, I got a really bad headache and I was like, oh, I'm going to take two Excedrin. And I had some in like my toiletry kit and i took them and i was like oh that tasted fucking nasty what on earth was that so i looked up like excedrin gross taste and then someone <laughs> else determined for me that it was a vinegar taste which after i read it i was like oh yeah that is what it is so apparently it's a breakdown of a certain type of acid and then i looked up what that acid broken down does to your body and then it said you die and so i i went on my, oh my own my god i went on my own google Extravaganza where I somehow self diagnosed that I was absolutely gonna fall like over we and die. all do on WebMD. And so I texted Blaze. By the way, Blaze and I have a very minimal friendship. It, it mainly consists of me texting him when I'm in a different state and asking <laughs> him if I'm gonna die. I'm like, hey, you're the only person I know with a medical background. I think I'm gonna fall over. Can you help <laughs> me? And then he texts Christine, and then Christine talks to me later and is like, you thought you were gonna die again? Uh, yeah. So, uh, i asked him if i needed to throw up the pills he was like please god don't do and that he was like just don't take any more just throw away the rest you're gonna be okay and i was and you were and i look, was fine you're
0: here to tell the tale
1: but anyway if you taste something vinegary in your medicine it means it's expired But you're and okay
0: i'm okay i mean i mean to you to psa you're you're not gonna die i'm not gonna die no not you the people taking oh, the vinegary medicine you won't either I know you're not going to die. You're fine. This I made was it months ago. Right.
1: The crib keeper and I
0: are, are <laughs> tight. So <laughs> we have very important jobs to get to. Right. <laughs> Nothing can happen to us yet. Okay. So. Da, da, da. So she takes two Excedrin, um, her favorite form of medication. All our favorite forms. apparently. Yeah. Yep. She starts to get ready for work. And meanwhile, her 15 year old daughter, Haley, is getting ready for school. Uh, Haley hops in the shower and as she's showering, she hears a faint thump she shakes it off she's like a little bit weirded out um but she shakes it off and when she gets out of the shower um she realizes that her mom's lights and water are still running and she's like that's mm. weird she's late for work so she goes to check on her and she finds her mom collapsed on the bathroom floor oh no her eyes are still open oh no and she's like has this like face of fear oh still no on her face so haley calls 911 uh the paramedics arrive they find susan unresponsive but she has a faint pulse Uh, Unfortunately, she died later that day. (gasps) Oh, my God. I know. She never regained consciousness out of her coma. Uh, Her death was extremely sudden and tragic. She was only 40. Um, She had two young daughters. She was a successful bank executive. She was, like, very popular in the community. Um, She had also recently remarried and was, like, pretty happy. So during her, this is, like, suddenly very tragic and very, um, just an abrupt uh, tragedy for her family. Um, so d- during Susan's autopsy, Assistant Medical Examiner Janet Miller noticed something odd. She smelled the scent of bitter almonds. Okay, cyanide. Cyanide.
1: So the one thing I've learned out of this podcast. <laughs>
0: You're like me, me, take me.
1: <laughs> never, never any other time but right now. <laughs> right now.
0: Oh boy, yeah. Um, so cyanide is in, the scent is very peculiar. She described it as, um, or particular. She described it in forensic files as like how when you're driving down the highway and you smell skunk it's like that specific of a smell got it um and so and actually only 20 and 40 percent of the population or sorry between 20 and 40 percent of the population does not carry the gene needed to smell cyanide so you gotta be a super smeller well well so 60
1: to 80 percent of people can smell it so you have to be a bad (laughs) smeller to not notice it sure i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know there's a specific gene
0: and 20 to 40 percent of the population does not have it so they're the unlucky so ones So it's, i guess i mean That's usually call it. you don't need to really like encounter this so it's just lucky that she happened to be a person who could smell it
1: i am very nervous though that i'm one of the 20 to 40 percent of people who can't smell it um why i don't know like what if one day you You're fall over a and examiner I, the, what i don't know what if i what if i need it you know you could i could what if you fell over well, and I needed to find, sniff
0: your, your pills? Just find some cyanide. Okay. Okay. Um, da-da-da-da. So, at first, her suspicions were brushed aside by, like, she was the assistant medical examiner, so everyone else was like, no, that's not what it is. You stupid intern. You stupid little girl. Yep. Um, so she was told her theory was far-fetched, but when they couldn't find a reasonable answer to Susan's death, Janet brought it up again and said, can we please just test it? They were like, fine. They tested Susan's blood. Lo and behold, it confirmed her suspicions that Susan Snow had died of cyanide poisoning. Mm. So suddenly, this is no longer like a medical mystery. It's a homicide, seemingly, anyway. Um, So Susan's identical twin, she had an identical twin sister, Sarah. Mm. um, And they talked every single day. And she flew to town absolutely devastated about her sister's death. Um, And she was staying at at Susan's house during... All the proceedings and everything, and she during the on the day of the funeral. Uh, so she also tended to get frequent headaches. So on the day of the funeral, she had a pretty bad headache. Oh no! So she went looking in the cabinet for oh, some no. headache medication. <laughs> oh no! She saw the bottle of Excedrin, but she noticed something was off. The Excedrin was in capsules, not tablets. Mm. She said she Sarah said she and her twin sister never took the gel capsules and that's like something i mean they're like identical twins and they're right very close and she's like we like openly don't take the gel capsules we only take the tablets weird okay so it's just very odd um and she's like something's wrong about this so she like tells the um i don't know authorities and they test the gel capsules and lo and behold nine of them in the bottle had been laced with cyanide oh shit so thank god sarah noticed that or else she would have died too yeah, basically or right. odds, odds are she would have so now the family is like, holy shit, who put cyanide in her Excedrin? Right. Um, and like I said, Sue had recently gotten remarried to a long haul trucker named Paul Webking. Oh, no. And uh, Sue had... Marriage. Re- Ugh. <laughs> Marriage. Get not out. again. <laughs> Get out of town. Um, Sue had recently discovered that Paul had had an affair with an ex-girlfriend on one of his cross-country trips, which had caused a lot of tension and like strain in their relationship. However, they got married anyway a few months later. And they'd been fighting a lot about it, and she was, like, very unhappy about it. Uh, And this was only months before her death. So a lot of strain, a lot of suspicion is headed toward Paul. So when they question Paul, he admits it was his decision to switch from the Excedrin tablets to the gel capsules. Uh, He said, yeah, I talked her into trying the gel capsules. What of it?
1: I I like them better
0: (laughs) instead of the tablets. And they were like, hmm, that's a little weird that you would.
1: Right. Just like pressure her into taking the gel capsules i don't know especially some there are some people out there who genuinely like their gag reflex is so sensitive they can't handle it like my stepmom to this day cannot take pills she literally has to like crush them yeah and like mix them in a drink or something like she can't like the swallowing aspect when i was of like it.
0: 15 my doctor made me start practicing with mini m&ms because i still couldn't swallow my pills. mom
1: my mom when i was a little kid she made me practice with corn and peas yeah and it's
0: really awful i hate swallowing pills to this day oh i'm fine with it i can't even i get the liquid nyquil because i can't take absolutely not
1: gigantic pills i would rather be violently ill than have to take <laughs> anything liquid it's so gross m comes in and i'm like chugging like nyquil oh it's so <laughs> gross and also deirdre used to like Love the taste of Pepto Bismol. Like, Gru- okay, uh, that gross. Just watching me people drink any medicinal liquid Blech. is so vomitous to me. Especially because I'm one of those unlucky people where I absolutely hate more than anything cherry and grape artificial flavors, and that was the flavor of every Ugh. goddamn liquid. So I remember one time there was finally, like a liquid orange they make orange for kids yeah now not when i was they little did. my mom used to buy it for me and it my was mother nasty. lied to my stupid face and said that they that had didn't orange exist. and cherry no there was only gr- orange and grape or cherry and grape and so if those were the options i was like i'd rather just projectile vomit <laughs> all night i don't care <laughs> if it was orange fine fucking gross i hate orange flavor that's what my mom bought me. What the hell? I'm telling you, we had the wrong moms. <laughs> Dad, we had we really did, huh? i had been like, Renata, let me just chug Renata orange would have been liquid. Like, I'd rather you not chug anything, because <laughs> your immune system will figure it out yourself. Well, because I was so bad at drinking liquid, that's why my mom made me start practicing when I was little about pills, because she was like, you're not going to get a hang of this liquid shit, so... I just puked up everything, so my mom was like, I don't even want to try. I just... I couldn't. I the can't do the it. ironic part for me was when I got my tonsils out, they gave us, like, anti-nausea medicine, and Bluff. only that made me vomit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bluff. anyway. If you're getting your tonsils out, good luck. Anyway. M's life is really hard, but this person died, it's so. It's the hardest. Let's
0: go back to that. <laughs> um, okay, so he said, I sw- we switched from the tablets to the pills. And the reason they actually um, took the tablets is she said she and her, so sarah said she and susan had gotten freaked out by the chicago tylenol murders mm. and we're like okay let's only
1: take the tablets from now on got it um wait i love i lo- i mean i love that i know that story yeah because didn't you cover it i did in chicago yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so we, i, I think we released it as a live episode i feel like we're uh i don't know i know it's like uh i feel like i'm visiting i'm in an actual classroom like oh because of our previous lesson now mm-hmm. this lesson makes sense you're like calling me calling me uh, yeah wow i feel really smart today yay um,
0: that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Educate. <laughs> so anyway, he said he made the decision that the family would switch from the tablets to the gel capsules. He said he claimed he had taken two himself that morning, but he was fine. And they were like, that's weird. Because most of them in that bottle were cyanide. Yeah, so they were like, that's odd that you like you're either happened. very
1: lucky or you knew which ones to avoid or exactly. you didn't
0: take exactly. any. Exactly. Exactly. And the case file guy was like, either he was the luckiest man on the planet or he had either thrown them away or right. hadn't taken them right so meanwhile bristol myers who made excedrin uh issued an immediate recall of all excedrin capsules in the u.s uh they urged consumers to throw away any they'd already purchased in case the contamination had happened at the source like at the plant mm-hmm. um they lost like millions of dollars it was the same as the tylenol when they just were like nope take everything off the shelves and they lost Which, like, like as a big corporation yeah. is just so wonderful yeah they still use that tylenol one is like pr and pr lessons as like this is how you need to respond to yeah it's like even if you're gonna lose millions of dollars yeah like, you
1: gotta be put people save first. some fucking face
0: yeah and look tylenol and excedrin are still fucking big it's yeah, not like exactly they you're welcome. Ended up going somewhere so anyway the fda inspected the plant where the tainted pills had been packaged they found no traces of cyanide but investigators are still looking at paul the husband mm-hmm. and after susan's murder paul seemed like weirdly jovial and upbeat like he didn't seem super devastated. He was walking around in Hawaiian shirts all the
1: time, which was an odd... (laughs) Which, by the way, was exactly what I did all of middle school. Detail. Every picture of me in middle school, I had a Hawaiian shirt on. I know. But your wife had not just died. Not... No.
0: (laughs) Not that I know of. So, appropriate maybe then. Not appropriate now. (laughs) I
1: don't think. Anyway. I mean... I like how say. that's the, the signifier of, like, I know. It was kind of weird, because I was the like, The well, peak of happiness is wearing a Hawaiian shirt.
0: Yeah, I guess. I was like, well, it doesn't matter. Who cares what he's wearing? But the daughters were like, yeah, it was very weird. He was, like, walking around in his Hawaiian shirts, and, like, it... The way they described it seemed more like they knew him, and they were like, he's... The way he's acting is not... Right. ...appropriate, essentially. Um, and he didn't seem to be very upset. So, additionally, it was pretty odd that he claimed to have taken the two pills, like I said... Uh, and what's more, everyone, although everyone in the immediate family had the means to have killed Susan because they all had access to her medicine cabinet, including her own daughters, police could only come up with one person who had a motive, and that was Paul. Mm. So Paul, surprisingly, unsurprisingly, completely not surprisingly, was the beneficiary of Susan's life insurance policy, and Susan's will left everything to him. Uh, Paul said he would use the money to pay off some credit card bills, and the rest would go to Susan's daughters. Got it. But uh, shortly after he received the money... The daughters were like, hello, we didn't get anything. And he was like, mm, sorry, money's tight and kept all of it for himself. <laughs> for all my Hawaiian shirts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For my wardrobe. Actually, he did buy a new wardrobe with did that he? money. Yep. Hawaiian and pants? Hawaiian pants. He needed to match. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he purchased nice new clothes. He purchased a new car and started dating a new woman. And <gasps> the daughters were like, one of them's 15. And they're like, we didn't get any of the oh our my mo- our mother's like money. So.
1: Uh just not good
0: look Uh um news coverage of Susan Snow's death is going crazy the media is all over it and keep in mind like like I said the Chicago Tylenol murders had only happened four years earlier so it was like still extremely recent and like fresh in everyone's mind um and those were and are still unsolved the Chicago Tylenol murders so people are freaking out um police are thinking that unlike the Chicago Tylenol murders this is an isolated incident it was probably Paul doing it to you know to his wife thinking he could pretend like it happened at the store at the facility but it was actually him so they're thinking this is an isolated incident that is until they receive a call a very hysterical call it's from a woman named stella nickel she calls police absolutely frantic she tells them that she saw the news about susan and she wants to report that her husband bruce nickel had died under mysterious circumstances after having taken some excedrin capsules only a week before susan's death Mm. so police visit stella's home To pick up the bottle of Excedrin that Bruce had been using, Uh, she gave them the two bottles that they had in the home and uh, asked them to test both, and she insisted that Bruce's case be reopened so that his blood could be examined for cyanide poisoning, and she was right. Bruce had also died of cyanide poisoning, just like Susan. The pills in the bottles were also laced with cyanide, and they had come from the same store. Got it. Uh, So they x-rayed all the bottles on store shelves, like... That they had taken off store shelves um, in the area and they found two more bottles laced with cyanide. So thankfully, those had not been purchased yet. So they were able to get rid of those. And that proved that there's something bigger going on. It wasn't just the one bottle. This is potentially a serial killer. Um, And it could still be Paul, but whoever it was, was attacking more than one person. Got it. Um, so the capsules were sent to the FBI for analysis, and each capsule was found to contain 700 milligrams of cyanide, which is four times the lethal dose. So if you're taking two, that's basically eight times the lethal dose in one. Jeez. One dose of uh, cyanide. It's really awful to die that way too. It like, it basically like suffocates you. So you Ugh. like, they said like you basically gasp for. I mean you're <sighs> unconscious, but you're like can, trying to gasp for air, and it shuts down. It's oh my, really, god. It's really oh bad. my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. So it's just really not a good way to go. Um, so in addition to the cyanide in the pills, they noticed another weird substance. They noticed mysterious flecks of like green crystals. Hmm. And they were like, what the Sugar? hell is that? Well, so they didn't know. So they sent it to um, a lab to test it. And it show- the test showed that the substance was some sort of an algicide, which was used in home aquariums to kill
1: <gasps> algae. <gasps> oh, so like. It sounds like a rat poison, but for fish. Or like for... No, it's not going to kill your home aquarium fish. Oh. (laughs) What are you doing?
0: it kills just the algae mm, i'm tired of these fish i'm just gonna murder them all and
1: <laughs> it kills just the it's algae an side yes okay it's so it's like algae i see i was like are you putting that in water with oh, fish God. no sorry i also don't know anything about fish to add on oh. to my lack of well you don't really murder your pet fish is part of the thing i also don't own fish so me neither but i'm pretty
0: sure you don't murder them
1: <laughs> with rat
0: poison with fish poison i don't know what's wrong with me <clears throat> but yeah so it, it's called an algicide and it's used to um kill algae it's called so i like keep rocks squeaky clean right so like to clean the glass and stuff the brand name is called algae destroyer so you basically like it's tablets you put them in water and it like got it eliminates algae on your but also in, really in strong tank. chemicals
1: like probably really strong chemicals i would imagine algicide is i don't think so. i don't think no? it's particularly strong chemicals it's just like it just sounds really foreign to me so i'm scared of it i think is i think happening. it
0: just i mean yeah you'll see it's it's just like a plant not as big of a thing as i'm imagining it probably Is. okay but it's called algae destroyer and they were like that's so weird why would this be in the pills with the cyanide like it's not poisonous he like, was trying why... to give them
1: to his fish he was trying to kill him
0: <laughs> to, to kill his fish <laughs> i don't know so he's like here maybe i'll put some algae in here <laughs> that'll fix it that'll <laughs> fix it What talking about so they were like well maybe they were like that's so weird why would there be algae flex of like algae destroyer sure. with the pills anyway So, da-da-da. Algae destroyer. They, uh, so this was super puzzling to authorities. One of the detectives back in Seattle then was like, wait, hang on a minute, guys. I remember something weird. When he had visited Stella Nickel to pick up the Excedrin bottles that had killed her husband, he had noticed an elaborate aquarium prominently displayed in her living room.
1: Oh, And she
0: lived in, I believe she lived in a trailer home, and so the aquarium was like this huge prominent part of her home. it. It was like just, uh, and her friend said she, she... Uh, aspired to own her own fish store like she was kind of obsessed with her fish tanks Uh, and so they were like that's a weird coincidence we're gonna look into it so they visited 57 different fish and pet stores near Stella's home with a montage of photos one of them was Stella so they just kind of said like do you recognize anyone in this lineup one fish store owner named Tom Noonan recognized Stella's picture and said she's a customer here He confirmed that he had recently sold her a little something called Algae Destroyer. Mm. And he remembered it because he doesn't usually carry it in the store. But she had insisted that he order it until he was finally like, fine, I'll order it for you. I'll special order it for you, basically. Um, He said he doesn't like stocking the product because it had to be ground up before use. And he said it's just a pain to use. Like, there's other ones that you can just drop in the water. This one needs to be ground up. And so he's like, it's a pain. I don't usually sell it. But she insisted that she wanted it. So the focus then shifted from Paul. And so Paul had actually just recently offered to take a lie detector test. He passed with flying colors. There's nothing they can hold him on. So to the shock of Susan's family, Paul is let go as a suspect and they turn their attention to Stella. So they're like, well, if she had killed her husband and gotten away with it, why the hell did she call the police? I, hmm. Right. To say like,
1: oh, I guess to make herself look like a like
0: definitely not the. But so like, the it, suspect? but it was weird because she had already gotten away with it. Yeah, so they were
1: like, "Why in God's green earth would she call?" I feel like if I were someone that maybe was a, <laughs> a suspect, I would like overcompensate and be like, "Oh, and here's another way it wasn't me, and here's another way it wasn't me." So maybe yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, and it was also weeks later, so it was like weird because it was like, "There's no," but I'll uh, tell right. you. I mean, I'll tell you why. I mean, you're, you're. I'm gonna figure it out by the end of the story. I'll tell it you seems. why. So. They were like, why on earth would she call and involve herself in the case if she'd already gotten away with it and murdered her husband? Well, it turns out Bruce's life insurance policy would grant her $100,000 extra if his death was ruled accidental and mm. it had been ruled natural causes, death got by it. natural causes. Got it, got so it. So she was like, well, shit. She's like, well, I need my money. Well, hey, he was poisoned too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it turns out the Nichols were in pretty serious financial trouble. They had just received a, fi- a final delinquency notice on their mortgage and some other loans, and investigators found a letter Stella had written to her creditors only five days before Bruce's death that read, quote, Dear Sirs, I know that I am tremendously overdue with my payments. There is a good reason for it. I am having marital problems, but they are about solved. Bruce is no longer involved.
1: Oh. And then she's
0: like, I'm going to start paying you next week. And then he died a few days later. <gasps> so, Uh-oh. Ee- again, all circumstantial, but just not looking good for Stella. So handwriting experts also noticed that Bruce Nichols' own signature on his life insurance policies did not match his handwriting. It matched Stella's. Got it. Forged. Of course. Uh, The FBI interviewed Stella's daughter, Cynthia, and she broke down and told them she was pretty sure her mom had killed her stepdad, Bruce. Uh, She told investigators that Stella had often talked about Bruce dying and had wished aloud during phone calls together that she could just get rid of him somehow. uh Uh-oh. Apparently, she was not happy in their marriage, and when Stella and Bruce had first gotten together... They were like these party animals. They went out every night. They drank constantly. But at a certain point, Bruce's drinking got out of control. And after a pretty serious bender, he went to rehab. And after that, he basically stayed away from alcohol the rest of his life. He never touched a drink again. Got it. And Cynthia told investigators that Stella had grown bored of the new Bruce. Oh. He didn't want to go out and party with her anymore. She wanted to go drink and hang out with people. But he was committed to his sobriety. And so she grew bored of their marriage and wished she could get rid of him. Which is just like what? Awful. Actual just fuck? awful. So Cynthia told uh, told police to check her mom's library card. So they did. Turns out Stella had been checking out books about poison. Well, wow. <laughs> lots and lots of books. Okay. One of the books was called Human Poisonings from Native and Cultivated Plants and Deadly Harvest. That's the most 80s book title I ever heard.
1: I wonder what it would be like to be an author and write a book like that and right? know that maybe a murderer is going to try to read this. Or those articles, those blogs online that are like, this is how you build a bomb. And I'm like, exactly. why are you putting that on the internet? It's like you realize not every great person is going to be your demographic in reading that article.
0: But I mean, they put it out there for like actual instruction on how, like there's stuff about how to build a noose. There's stuff about how to commit suicide like there's all sorts of crazy instructional blogs on the internet that are like i wonder not how intended you for to... good reason
1: mm.
0: i don't think i mean i can't be it can't be anyway anyway <laughs> anyway that's our take our hot take <laughs> <laughs> fiction and fact from our almanac <laughs> stupid is this a real hundred dollar bill it's a hundred euro bill oh okay it's more than a hundred dollar bill well i don't know why it's just bent up in that box because my grandmother mailed it to me as a wedding gift and i was like i can't use this in america <laughs> <laughs> so then i'm like i'll just save it for my trip to austria you should bring
1: it the next time we were at oh well yeah i was gonna say when we were at an airport you should have gotten the currency change they have terrible currency exchange rates at the oh. airport okay I never was gonna, mind
0: i mean i've been meaning to go to the bank but i'll just do it at and uh, in... i'll take it to germany well i found 100 for you thank you you're welcome um do you like that it's
1: just kind of floating around Oh my oh my god it's in the middle of your what i imagine is your junk drawer yeah basically cool surprise that's a fun thing to find i just have hundred dollar bills floating around
0: it must be crazy to be a rich crypt keeper <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> welcome to my crypt there's just dollar <laughs> dollar bills everywhere mtv Crips. mtv Cri- stop it I'm, i won't eva if that's not the title the second half of this episode you're fired <laughs> just kidding i love you don't leave me but, just kidding but also let's produce that show later but also tm 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 <laughs> do not fucking steal that anybody ever every at all mtv Crips. that's so good okay oh that's so good okay <clears throat> anyway so there's this book about poison yes Estelle is checking out it I has different varieties of poisons when they examine the section on cyanide her fucking dumbass fingerprints are all over the pages like there's literally a picture <laughs> on forensic files where they like circle all the fingerprints and they're just like all just over scattered it. like as if she's like just like she's playing piano it. or something yeah yeah so they're like jesus christ like she literally put fingerprints all over the cyanide it's like a scooby-doo episode right, like it's right, just right. very clear so they looked an- at a number of other books she had checked out same thing every chapter on cyanide had her dumb fingerprints all over it <laughs> <laughs> they're like you're not doing a very good job here so then they went to her house again. They examined the bowl. She had like a little bowl that she ground the cyanide in. They discovered she had used it to ground up her algae destroyer earlier that day, but hadn't washed it. And so that's how when she ground up the cyanide and Get put it in the here. pills, the little green flecks got into it Ugh, with the cyanide.
1: On earth. If okay. that makes sense. So that's
0: actually what led them to her, which is pretty wild. The pet, the whole pet store thing. It's just yeah. crazy. So... Anyway, they finally had a case that wasn't fully circumstantial. They had fingerprints. They had her bowl with the algae stuff. So they arrested her for the murder of her husband, Bruce. And then they were like, but what about Susan? Like, what did she, what did Susan's murder have anything to do with this? So, like I said, the coroner had ruled that Bruce, uh, Stella's husband, had died of natural causes. So Stella collected $76,000 from Bruce's life insurance policy. But then she got a little greedy and oh. there was an extra hundred thousand dollars that she would get if her husband's death had was been ruled accidental. An accident. So she needed to come up with some sort of excuse to have her husband's body reexamined, so she decided to poison someone else to create the impression oh. that a cyanide murderer was on the loose. So purely, it was just to get an selfish extra... reasons.
1: You killed another person for only a hundred thousand extra dollars, mother. Yeah. Wow. I mean,
0: she didn't know who it would be, but yeah, ended up being this wow. poor forty-year-old mother of two. It's terrible. So, like, uh, just as collateral damage, j- like, right? Exactly, and it didn't even work for her. Jeez, dumbass um and she had already gotten away with killing her husband and got seventy six thousand dollars so like she had gotten what she wanted but then she was like well i want the other hundred thousand and so she killed someone else and she knew it would kill someone else so she had put several bottles on the shelves to like poison people right um of stores near her home and when susan's murder was broadcast in the media she finally had her excuse to call and say please reopen my husband's case please check his blood i bet he was murdered too and they were like holy shit he was um by you uh so after a four-week trial during which her own daughter cynthia testified against her stella nickel was convicted of two counts of murder and was sentenced to two terms of 90 years in prison wow and three 10-year terms on the product tampering with the pills sure so she was actually the first person brought to trial and the first convicted under the federal product tampering laws that had been instituted after the Chicago Tylenol murders, wow. which is kind of wild that it was only four years later that like someone was already convicted. Of... Yeah, it makes
1: you think what's happening every four years. I'm like, that
0: was really <laughs> rec- like they had just made that fucking rule. Oh, my God. Anyway, it's scary. Yeah. So she was the first person to basically be charged with like a felony for tampering with. Got it. Medication. As of April 2019, Stella Nichol is 76 years old, so like basically right now, and she's housed at female at a female-only minimum security prison in Dublin, California. Her release date is listed as July 10th, 2040, so unless there's some magical life potion that we all get, she probably won't make it out of there alive. Nope. Um, and there are no parole hearing dates provided, so it doesn't look like she is going anywhere. Wow. And that is the story of the death of Susan Snow and Bruce Nickel. Wow. It's a follow. If you haven't listened to Chicago, if you don't listen to the live shows, you missed the Chicago Tylenol. Which was a good one. That was, that was
1: a, one of my favorites. That was a good story. I mean, it's fucked up,
0: mm. but good. Fascinating because it's still unsolved. Mm. Anyway. So that's
1: that on that. Yeah. That on that. Thank you guys so uh, for having us uh, in your little ears. In your little, I was going to say in your living room, but you're or part, your speakers, probably or in your car. Uh, if you're at work.
0: Thanks for bringing me on the highway with you.
1: Yeah. Oh, life is a highway. <laughs> don't really. even do it. Uh, I want to ride it all night all along you did it I said don't you said don't
0: do it, and I, then thought, you did it. I know but I didn't want you to sing <laughs> that's what I didn't want
1: uh behind these hazel eyes so <laughs> if you want to uh listen to more of us I don't know why The you... whole new world <laughs> I was just wow. like what else could we have sung about oh my goodness I'm lost <laughs> I'm lost uh listen to us on Spotify or wherever you're listening these days uh <laughs> uh if you want to follow us on social media you can find our instagram twitter uh, at podcast oh yeah
0: we're releasing our new show so- soon so keep an eye out yep because that one we're hoping will sell out pretty
1: quickly um and that does release on june 10th so yeah uh please coming up listen to also this
0: week is our birthday and we're going to be posting fun stuff so you can follow our personals too
1: if you want the m schultz and x teen we're on there i'm excited that's that on that i guess we have a website and that's why we drink.com where you can find just about anything you need yep you can also email us and that's why we drink at gmail.com if you want to submit your personal true crime paranormal stories for a listeners episode that we put out out the first of every month came out yesterday yay
0: yeah that was a fun one um (coughs) i I guess that's it that's it guys thanks for listening and that's why we drink yay in a fast-paced world every day brings new challenges and new opportunities